Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time this last weekend in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Gosh, the people were so hungry. So many new people came every night. It was awesome. I say it every week. It's so wonderful to see so many people uh, coming excited about the coming of the Lord. And that's what it's all about. If you're anywhere near Columbia, South Carolina this weekend, we'll be at Living Water Christian Outreach Center Church. We'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We'll have some Saturday morning services and some Sunday morning services. We'll have a great time. We'll do a little bit of the Bible school there, but we'll get into the coming of the Lord. We'll be blessed. So if you're anywhere near there, uh, come and join us. We'll have a great time. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations uh, at the Ezekiel 38 war, because you know the rapture is signless. And the second coming has tons of signs. I think our book, it has 79 or 80. So it's pretty blatant that the Lord wanted us to know or he wouldn't put so much info in the Bible. I hear people say that. They go, well, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Well, he made a third of the Bible prophecy so that it would bring authenticity to the Bible and could show us that he could tell us what's going to happen before it happens. I mean, you got Israel regathered. you got Jerusalem won back. That's a pretty big deal. Uh, that's, that's a big accomplishment to gather Israel from all over the earth and that something draws them there. So it's amazing. So really, let's pick up, though, with what's happening in the Middle East. And before we get there, Jesus rebuked the crowd many times. Now, the crowd one time, the Pharisees many times because the Pharisees were so ornery, so religious. So the one time he con- con- convicted or really gave the crowd a hard time was he said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour, your visitation. So he wanted them to know. It frustrated him. And in the Old Testament, he had a whole tribe called the tribe of Issachar that had an understanding of the times to know what their children of Israel ought to do, indicating if you don't know what time it is, you won't know what you should do. So we're there. I mean, it's amazing how everything points to how close we are, but we're going to go through some things today that are so... Uh, blatant of what's happened this last week. L- let's pick back up with the Gaza war. It's horrible it's all been. You have Hamas that's been trying to, the leadership of Hamas has been going over all the details about a ceasefire. And then all of a sudden they come back and try to negotiate. This is about the release of the hostage, hostages by Israel. They're doing everything they can to get them released. Well, in the midst of this, Hamas comes back and says, well, we want four months off. Well, basically, that gives them time to rearm. This is the mentality you're dealing with, though. Under every single home, it looks like the Israeli Defense Forces are finding tunnels and all the aid vehicles that have been sent in by other countries, Hamas is stealing them. And then they found out the pamphlets for uh, for all the medical supplies in the pamphlets all showed how to make bombs. So they were sneaking things in with all the medical supplies to make more bombs so they could kill more Israelis. It's amazing. When they were given Gaza back, they could have built a country club. They could have built golf courses. They could have built, built infrastructure because of all the billions of dollars that were given to them. And all they did was build tunnels so they could kill Israel. How insane is it that that's your lot in life is that you want to destroy your neighbor. So uh, what an interesting thing there. And so much uh, really pulling back and forth of all the leaders of Israel of how they're trying to do this. I do love that people are mad at Benjamin Netanyahu because that's because he's probably doing what's right. And that is to completely annihilate Hamas's leadership. And then there's been some, there was a couple airstrikes the other day, uh, completely blowing their leadership out of the water. So I don't think they're going to do a ceasefire right now. I think it's going to continue. Israel has asked Lebanon to push Hezbollah back a few miles, and and they said no. And Israel's basically saying, it's almost 20 miles. This is from the northern part of Israel. Israel's basically saying, if you don't do that, we're going to do it for you. So, man, anticipate some crazy stuff there. With that, you had in the Red Sea, you had our destroyers and and some British destroyers still 
get firing at drones coming from the Houthis that are in Yemen. We had airstrikes in Syria, airstrikes in Iraq. After it hit 80 some odd positions with 125 missiles, and that was Friday and Saturday, and we did it again Monday. So we're we're going after them, not quite as hard as, as I wanted America to do, but I mean you've got England involved in this as well. So why you have the Houthis firing on uh, uh, civilian vessels in the Red Sea? So and they even had one fire over that Israel had to use this arrow system to stop it. It was fired at Elot. So uh, crazy seeing what's happening with actual warfare that's just dramatic. But there's so much more happening. you got uh, stuff with nature right now. This is the crazy thing. Remember, you got the eclipse that's in April. It'll be an X with the one that was seven years ago. It'll be right where little Egypt is. That's where the biggest fault line in America is. And last time this happened like this, did an X like that in Illinois, was 100 years ago. And they had tons of earthquakes, like five to 10,000 earthquakes just in a couple week period. And they were all like 8.8 on the Richter scale. And here you have an eclipse, heavenly event happening, um, X marking the spot in America. With that, in America, Oklahoma, I, I was in an earthquake this last week. My whole house shook. You had it felt all around from different states, Missouri and Arkansas. You had earthquakes up in, in New York. You've got so much rain in California right now that the geologists said they're concerned about the fault lines getting pressure on them. And then there could be an earthquake that could wipe part of California right into the sea. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing what's going on with nature. Sun explosions in Mumbai, India, wildfires, floods, all that coming together. That's literally from from Luke chapter 21. Remarkable. But then you had another thing happen this last week. You had the International Science and Safety Institute that kind of backs the uh, International Atomic Energy Agency. This is what they came out with about Iran. They've never uh, presented uh, the, the thing in this danger. There, there was a code they use as far as dangerous. And uh, why? Because they said Iran is one week away from making a nuclear weapon. That's all they need. Their their centrifuges have gotten them up to 60%. They can take them up to 90% in one week, and they would have six nuclear weapons in one week. They said after five months, they'd have another dozen. So that's 18 nuclear weapons. That tells me with that coming out that Israel is going to have to do something crazy. So when you've got communication coming out like that, that means Israel has to respond. Israel cannot wait uh, for Iran to get a nuclear weapon because they'll use it. Now, I have a, a thought pattern that I've had over the years is that the Bible says in Isaiah 17, 1, that Damascus would be removed from being a city. I think Iran's going to keep doing like they're doing, bring missiles down into Syria, and they're going to bring a nuke down there, and they're going to be trying to get it all set up, and it's going to go off, and it's going to wipe uh, Damascus off the map. could be done differently, but you have all these scenarios. You have all this stuff with nature, all this stuff with, with Israel, completely surrounded. You had a, a Harvard they have a guy coming in to uh, uh, speak to them, and he's completely justifying the Hamas massacre. You've got all that happening. You've got protests in New York where they're protesting hospitals, that people that have cancer because they're Jewish, coming against cancer patients. I mean, it's just psychotic. So all the anti-Semitism and all this radical stuff against Israel, it is a point coming to this is what we're going to be seeing in the days ahead. Hatred for Israel. And you had Tucker Carlson go over and interview uh, Putin. It was an in- it'd be interesting to see how that comes out. But there all the stuff happening with the Ukraine again as well. Horrific loss of life there in the Ukraine. So it's all boiling down to there needs to be an Antichrist come on the scene. And I watched uh, Emmanuel Macron this last week do a real big memorial ceremony for Israel. He was the only one mentioned that did a memorial cer- uh, ceremony for Israel. So you see them showing forth their kindness. So a man's going to come on the scene. He's going to have a perfect solution for all all this because right now 
it's just uh, not a good thing. So we'll watch that, and that will be the Antichrist. Sad thing is everyone's going to think he's the Messiah. So, boy, these are Bible days. Uh, these are Bible days. So what do we do? We always go back to the Word. Number one, Israel made a nation. Jerusalem went back. Uh, you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's ready to have sacrifices. You know, the red heifers, uh, they didn't get clipped on their ears because it was COVID, uh, so they wouldn't be damaged. So now you had the five red heifers that didn't have a spot or blemish. They would have been blemished if that would have been able to do that. You have foxes on the Temple Mount. You have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount filled up with water. You had fish in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red during Sodom. Solomon Gomorrah, where Solomon Gomorrah was. It happened on the Day of Atonement. 172 different species of predatory birds started showing up in the land of Israel. So you've got nature, you've got men will be lovers themselves, you have selfie sticks. It, remarkable to have so many things coming to pass in such a short period of time. It should be a wake-up call for all of us that the king is coming back. So what do we do? We look at this and go, the Lord loves you so much. He wants to bless you. He wants to encourage you. He wants to strengthen you. This is all about his love and his mercy. So all of these signs are to help us, not to scare us. Then you go from that to you got you got signals. I mean, you got blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, four in a row. Uh, NASA calls it a tetrad. Speaking of that, I haven't gotten into all the NASA stuff about the asteroids, but anyway, you got blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. 1492 at the Egypt of Expulsions when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So remarkable events tied to uh, amazing things happening in the heavens. But then you have the Bethlehem star. That's pretty wild. Jupiter, Regulus, Venus coming together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, the constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So you got signs, you got signals. All this is pointing to the king coming back. If we got into everything that was even happening about the asteroids, even uh, with hurricanes, there's a new category list. It's going to be category six because things are so extreme. We're about to see Jesus come back. Have a great, wonderful, blessed week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.